2: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Take About Podcast. I'm Sydney Lucas.
1: And I'm Eli Tokash.
2: And today we have a very, very special guest on. He is a very close friend of Eli and me. We grew up with him. Basically, he's a fellow child actor, and he's been in numerous Broadway shows such as *Les Mis* and *Newsies* and more. If you haven't guessed it already by the title, today we have Josh Colley on.
1: Woo! Okay, so this is such a fun episode. There's so much that we talked about, and it was just fun to like reminisce of what we did as like kid actors, Um, even though we're still kids. And like after.
2: And after we we finished the podcast, we literally <laughs> stayed on for like two hours afterwards we yeah, talking. Literally,
1: <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. Like it was interesting to see like how all of us had similar like paths and worked with a lot of the same people and companies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So it was really cool to just like talk about that and have and be able to like relate to each other as much as we did. Um. And I think you guys will be able to hear that. And I think it makes the. You- Episode more enjoyable. So
2: without further ado, Josh Colley, curtain up. (laughs) Josh Colley,
1: curtain up. (laughs)
2: Today, we have a guest who has the voice of an angel, acting chops like no other, and the heart of literal (laughs) gold. At just 12, he made his Broadway debut in Newsies and then went on to play Gavroche in Les Mis on Broadway. Eli and I have practically grown up with him. Everyone, please welcome Josh Colley to the podcast. Oh my god! Ooh.
3: Hi. Hi, uh, hey, yeah. Josh. A round we're of, so round of applause for that intro, bro. <laughs> that was so nice.
1: Uh, oh my god! Those are our favorite things. Wait, before we continue, was were you twelve? Was it twelve when or eleven? Or eleven? I'm gonna be honest. I have no idea. I literally don't remember. <laughs> think, okay. Like all the
3: all the years, just like they they mesh into
1: one. I feel for, you I, Yeah for sure. I totally know what you mean. So Josh. Yes. Let's start from the beginning. <laughs> uh you made your Broadway debut in Newsies. Yes. You were uh, yeah. We
3: lad, yes.
1: lad <laughs> <A wee laughs> yes. And you are currently in Florida but you're also from Florida. So yes. how did you get into musicals and like what was your first experience in New York? yeah
3: yeah yeah so basically um my parents have a children's theater company in florida and so like my mom like she used to like go to new york and audition for stuff but i don't think she ever actually auditioned because she was too scared but i remember she went to like audition for miss saigon or something like that not the right show for her but (laughs) That's that's probably why she left the audition but um so she's they my whole family has been like in theater and like singing like all my life so i've just Grown up with like music and stuff, and sure. my mom was like, "Oh, he's really good." And so she like looked up like auditions because she saw there was like a um, Les Mis tour audition. So she emailed Mary Sugarman, and oh, I didn't have yay. an. A- that's that's a casting agent. Yeah, who don't know, and uh, like I had it. I don't. I didn't have an agent, so she just emailed them. And was like, "Can my son be seen for the the part of Gavroche in the 25th anniversary tour of Les Mis that they were recasting?" And she was like, sure, send a self tape and we'll like see what happens. And so I like recorded it from Florida and I sent a self tape. And then I got a call back and they were like, come to New York. And so I went to New York with like my whole family. And it was like my first time in New York. And it was just, it was honestly, it was so magical. Cause I, do you, did you guys like grow up in New York? I yeah. didn't. So like that first time in New York, I don't know like how old you were, but for me, it was like, what is happening? And like my <laughs> eyes were like, glowing cuz it was just crazy and i was like what is happening yeah. cuz it's like it's a totally different world from florida like just oh, yeah. they're co- completely different and so new york was just like sh- shocking and amazing and so um i went to the callback and then like that day i got offered the role and then it everything just kind of took off from there and like I, I don't think my parents were like planning on like me actually getting it because like it was just like we were all shook and we just went right away and it was so cool cuz my whole family got to go on tour with me which is like kind of rare oh, wow. like my brother my That's mom brave, and right? my dad i know it is and we i we were really lucky and we all went and it was just amazing and i was on it for like um, again the the times Frames kind of like mesh into one another Because it was just one thing after the other But like some after a while <laughs> um, On tour I did a self tape For Newsies On Broadway and then I got a call back for that and I had to like Take a day off from the show on tour To go to New York and do the call back for that oh, wow. And then On the plane I found out that I was Like on the plane back to whatever city we were in on tour, I found out that I was going to be in Newsies on Broadway. And so it was just, it was insane. And then like, we got there, we got back to the whatever city we were in. And then it just started snowing randomly. And it was the first time I'd ever seen snow. It was just crazy. It was a magical night. And then, yeah, I just- I went to New York and I saw my first Broadway show, which was Newsies, because they wanted me to see it before I was yes. in it. And so I was sitting with Vanessa. Vanessa was in the oh, with me because out. she was our, our wrangler for that. And yeah, it was magical. And then everything just kind of like took off from there. So
2: for those of you who don't know, Josh actually. Took over for my brother in Newsies. I
3: know. <laughs> I,
2: there's a photo. I remember it so vividly of you guys comparing heights because my brother was like, he was tall. He was as tall as Tommy really tall, Yeah. And <laughs> and you came and you reached his chin. And there's a photo of you guys just standing next to each other comparing your heights, and you cannot control your laughter. It's the funniest photo in the that world. That is
3: precious. I know. Aww, it's I miss Jake.
2: I know he's he's gonna be like a neuroscientist it's crazy um oh
3: gosh he's he, smart isn't
1: he oh my god a genius Josh. I
2: can't I can't I even can tell I can tell
1: Josh oh. I tried to he used to go to our school and mm-hmm. I would all, like and we did like a Christmas story together and yeah when yeah. we had like conversations at school I was just like, <laughs> it was like you and Cameron before like it was just like bra-
3: it's another, another level. <laughs> of me, yeah, yeah, I, mean,
1: I, I just don't understand same with me <laughs> So you, you a, like you hold on like, pause. You
3: have amazing teeth, Eli. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. That's so nice.
1: I think it you helps know. that I have a little son.
2: So speaking of Vanessa Brown, who is one of the best wranglers, child wranglers in the entire world.
1: Mm-hmm. For those of you
2: who uh, haven't heard any of our past podcasts, child wranglers are, are basically. Adults who supervise the minors of a Broadway show. So if there's a child, if there's a child or multiple children in a, not just Broadway show in an off Broadway show in any kind of uh, show, mm-hmm. basically the child wranglers look after them, make sure they get to their cues, make sure they're having fun. Vanessa Brown always had activities for us to do, like just constantly. What did you do during your free time backstage? Like, especially with Vanessa and all of the little, like, games and trinkets that she had.
3: Yes. Well, first of all, shout out to Vanessa. We love Vanessa so much. So
2: much. Um, yes.
3: So we b- Backstage, we had just, we had a great time, obviously. <laughs> because it was, a lot of the time, it was just me and her backstage when I wasn't on. Sure. Because I alternated the role. And so... Like one person would be on stage, and Les is on stage quite a lot in mm-hmm. Newsy. So the alternates like off stage waiting, and we like backstage. It was a really good environment, and we would make vines all the time. That was like the thing because Vine was like really popping back then. Yeah, now it's rest peace, Vine. Rest but peace. <laughs> but yeah, we would make vines all the time, and like they're still up now. Like if you like go search like at Vanessa Brown vines, they're like. <laughs> there was a lot of them. We did a lot, but yeah, no th- that way. was our main thing that we did backstage. And she would make us watch movies. She was she was trying to educate us, you know, get us well versed on our movies and like TV oh, yeah. shows and stuff. Yeah, she was very very good in that way. And yeah, Vine was the main thing though. Vine That's was a big thing backstage.
2: That was my favorite thing about Vanessa. Is she was always about education. She taught. She mm-hmm. she put a, an entire kind of like. N- map of the mm-hmm. world there and she like helped she made us like uh memorize all of the state capitals and i still remember it purely because of her um and she wow. made it super fun and we made it a game she taught us how to how to solve rubik's cubes yeah. which is crazy i know and then she like put the what? presidents up and and she was always like about like educating the kids but of also, fun like, Home fun.
1: are like crazy with rubik's cubes <sighs> oh god solely because of vanessa like like literally exactly. i think I think every single one of them can like solve it one handed. And I can't even solve it. I, bro, I can't even pick hands. up a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Like, I'm, just, like, like, out of my hands. I'm like, what is this?
2: That was yeah. all we did backstage constantly, just Rubik's Cubes. And mm-hmm. she she had these frisbees that weren't at, because you can't like actually do a frisbee backstage because it makes a bunch of noise. But she had these mm-hmm. cloth frisbees that worked exactly like a frisbee. But if they hit the wall or hit you, they wouldn't hurt you and they wouldn't make any noise
1: that's genius
2: had all of these things that were like perfect for backstage
3: i know imagine playing frisbee
1: backstage what What a life (laughs) that sounds awesome
2: i know vanessa's the best
1: i love vanessa okay so after you made your broadway debut in Mm -hmm. newsies and you toured with les mis already yeah and then you go on and do les mis on broadway
3: yeah, so I, I had the option to like renew my contract in Newsies, which I was having so much fun in Newsies. But then, like, it was the same, it wasn't the same team, but it was the same, like, casting, I think, as oh, okay. the tour of Lame So they had me in mind. And so I just went straight to the callbacks for that. And yeah, it just it so happened that. I got the part of that too in on the Broadway <laughs> on the Broadway, on the Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> and So I had to make the decision on whether to stay at Newsies or go to Les Mis on Broadway and I was like well yeah, I've been in Newsies for a minute and I think it's it's you know it would be a good time and a good way to transition out of it yeah. and so yeah I went to do Les Mis on Broadway and Gaten Matarazzo was in it who's you know from Stringing and stuff um, he's yes amazing and he was also on the tour he, we weren't on the tour yeah. at the same time but i he might have replaced me i i don't remember but okay. i think he might have but we weren't on the tour at the same time but we had like heard so much about each other and it just so happened that like we both got cast in the broadway production and then somebody else from tour mia janess i, I i'm sure oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah yes. mia she was on broadway as well with us and so that was just it was amazing in the broadway production was spectacular and unforgettable. okay so that it. was
1: my next question so you were on the tour and on mm-hmm. broadway so what were like were there any differences between the two what was that like it was so different but so the same because like mm-hmm. the show is just
3: like in your body like because when you do it for so long you're just like you, you there's a vibe to les mis you know what i mean it's very like it's very distinct so it was kind of like sense memory, and it was that was also kind of a challenge. Is you had to like unlearn some of the things that you were doing on tour, yeah. like
1: muscle memory. You had to yeah, get that yeah, out. yeah, yeah. But
3: yeah, so we it was a it was a completely different production, but it was also very much the same. But it was just it was really cool, and it was weird to because it was the first time I was like opening a show. You know what I mean? I was like in the cast, like when it was opening, because right. I was I I, I replaced oh, somebody cool. for the tour and then i replaced somebody for newsies jake, jake who's in the um, other room <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and so it was the first time I was like we were building the show together and i the rehearsal process was um, like crazy for les mis i remember one time they wanted us th- to like feel the energy of what like these people felt building the barricade so like mm. one day they the directors were just like all right we're gonna give you like five minutes and i want you to destroy the room i want you to just completely destroy the rehearsal space and build a barricade we want you to build an entire barricade in the rehearsal room and just completely destroy everything and they were vamping the vamp that which like leads into the barricade scene and so they were vamping that the entire time and we had to just It was it was crazy. The energy was electric. It luck nobody got hurt, but it was like there were like chairs flying and like
2: like therapy.
3: Yeah, (laughs) it's it was a little nutty. Thinking back on it now, I was like, um, (laughs) what is going on? But it was really electric and cool and a a very different rehearsal experience than most shows. So yeah, that was just one day, but it was very memorable
1: so Sydney and I have actually talked about that several times how like it's so interesting even like auditions and stuff what the creative team thinks about and trying to make the chemistry and just everything on stage more real and and just like little things like actually like building a barricade in rehearsal Mm -hmm. like it's you don't realize it at the time but it makes the world of a difference. It really
3: does, True. and it,
1: I, it like, and then you would never think of it until like after you're like, "Wow, that was like really helpful," and you know, just makes it everything better and more realistic.
3: Exactly. Yeah, it really like makes you feel like you're well for for lamez when we did the whole barricade thing. It really, I, I, we were probably like, we got the energy obviously because like we got the energy before, but it really made us understand the vibe, the energy, you know, when you're actually building a barricade out of rehearsal space
1: sure. equipment. It, it it was really cool though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we're just going down, down the list here of all the many shows that you've been in. So you were in the premiere production of a Bronx tale. Yes. First of all, I mean, you, you got to work with Chaz Palmentary, you got to work with Robert De Niro, you got to work with Nick Cordero, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: all of these people, God rest his soul. I know. But what was that experience like? And did you see it on Broadway? And did you like, see all those fun changes? Like you saw it from the tour to Broadway to of Les Mis?
3: Yeah. So basically, I I didn't do the Broadway, obviously, because I was too old. I Uh, I wasn't I wasn't even in like, I don't even think I was in New York when the Broadway production was happening because my voice was changing. And I was like, there's no there's not really a reason for me to be here. Everybody goes through it. it Great great times.
2: By the way, anyone listening, never, ever, 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 ever tell a child actor, you've gotten so big or, whoa, you're growing up.
3: The trigger. You should, oh, th- oh, Sydney, you need to put a trigger warning.
2: I know. I, 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 <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry, that. But seriously, that is the worst pot. Literally, we will start crying on the spot if you. If you tell us also,
1: that. also don't ask like what's next because no. like. If, exactly. if we knew what was next, you would know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, <true. laughs> That's so, it's We would true. definitely tell you. Uh,
3: but yeah. But yeah, like it, when you're a child actor, as weird as it sounds to some people, because I know some, most app, like normal people, normal kids are like, I can't wait to be older. But when you're like a kid on Broadway, you never want to, you don't want to get older. You no. don't want to, because you're like, this is so magical what's happening right now. And, I wish it could stay like this forever, basically. And then, obviously you're going through the voice change and you're like, this is horrible. But But then once you, once you finally get to the other side, it does get better. And I'm still going through my voice change a little bit. Like Josh, your voice is. Oh my God. Oh Oh
1: my God. It literally, I remember like going to auditions with you and like, obviously they think that audition rooms are like soundproof, but they're not. (laughs) (laughs) Hearing your voice every audition. I was like, Oh, I could listen to that all day. And then like now, hearing you like on Instagram and stuff like that. I'm like, he lit- is literally his it's, voice hasn't even changed like oh, it well, that means a lot. Yeah, you've always been able to do it with such ease and it's incredible. Thank to you watch. ditto, bro.
3: You're you're oh. amazing too, honestly. <laughs> thank you. How is the voice transition for you?
1: Oh, it's been a, a, a journey. Um it was quite late. Uh same, the- same. Mine was like I literally think it was like
3: until I was 15 because wow. I, wow. I it might not have been cuz I don't remember when I was in a Bronx tail at Paper Mill but it I was like in my teens like I, I it was like yeah. yeah I was definitely like old yeah, <laughs> considering I, <was> <laughs> I still had like that you were 14 yeah, and I, I was I was 14 too yeah
1: and I was doing a show like at the time yeah and literally there wasn't a show that I did where I was like Oh, I hope this isn't the night, you know. Like, oh my like gosh, bro, <laughs> tell me about it.
3: Honestly, a Bronx Hill as fun as it was and honestly, amazing experience, one of the best. It was my first time originating a role, you know. It was wow. it was like it was amazing and it was yeah. I was working with Robert De Niro and Jerry Zachs and everybody and it uh. was it was amazing, but it was the the stress, the stress yeah. that was put on me. Thank God my understudy vincenzo ferrula was there dude i love him that's i love vincenzo shout out to vincenzo hey we go to school together
1: and he's the grade below me wait wait wait
2: i've heard of this guy
1: vincenzo it's the one with the puppet
2: oh my gosh what the heck
1: (laughs) dude this guy is my like one of my favorite people of all time and we actually have like a joke that he's my my son and because he calls me dad (laughs) <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know like how this happened because we're like not even in the same grade. We don't even see each other every day. But like we had this like great conversation one time, and then that happened. And then, we're, but like he's so I love him. I'm he's sorry. amazing. I, I call oh, him
3: he I call him a halo wearer. He's just oh. he wears a halo. He's a uh, such a nice guy. He he's, is. Ne- he's he doesn't have a bad bone in his body. Honestly, I was just
1: going to say oh. the same thing. Not one mean bone. So in his sweet.
3: Body. So yeah, thank God he was there because that was a very stressful process for me because my voice was changing and i was oh. pushing and it, it most of the nights it would come out but I, I i went to like the doctor like dr Dahl, who was she's like a vocal health sure. thing and she was like bro what is happening <laughs> oh. <laughs> you need to calm down a little bit yeah and so, like i had to take like a second away from the show and like vincenzo would go on a lot like actually not a lot but he went on a, a a lot more than expected sure, sure. I would right. say, because it was, it was very strenuous on the voice for somebody who it, it was getting out of my range because that I, one... when I originated the role, I would, had done the workshops and everything and literally music director was like, okay, I know you're not going to be able to do it like this, but let's try it in this key. And it was like, just oh so high. Right. And I did it and they were like, I actually like it in that key. Let's keep it there. Oh. And so, I just really did it. I did it to myself, honestly. Yeah. I just I put the key too high. You, it was too if high. You weren't
1: as good as you are, you know, like it, it
3: just wouldn't it would have been a different story. Oh well, yeah. I, but it was I, high. It was very high. And it was getting out of my range. So yeah, it was it was a stressful experience, but overall it was an amazing experience and I wouldn't change it. But yeah, definitely for all those kids who are listening to this and they're like their voice is changing and they're worried about it don't worry about it it does get better yeah, i know it. in the moment it, it could seem stressful. like the end of the world it really did feel like the end of the world when my Seriously. voice was changing i was like it's over but I'm um, still, no. i still have days where i'm like that honestly same bro same like i, I i'm still working on you know like my falsetto and stuff i'm yeah. trying to get it it's it, it's hard it's a completely different ball game because when when i was young it was just like so it was easy for me and i could just you know but now I have to think about it a lot more, and it's that's yeah, it's exactly all about like
2: what what I, unique.
1: Yeah, that's it really what is. I've been saying because when I was younger, I I didn't actually like know how to sing. Yeah, but like now, so this is really like my first time learning how to sing. Yeah. And I think like what I was doing when I was younger is like completely wrong, and I'm like, well, I I can't just like stop doing that because like you said it's like muscle memory you know like and i did it for how long every night eight shows a week you know
3: yeah but yeah definitely relearning is it, it that that's the most that's the hardest part honestly about yeah, just the like whole voice everything out and then trying yeah to it's like starting new. completely new so mm-hmm. it's a little yeah. daunting and scary but it it does it does get better
1: <laughs> yes there's another side
2: good <laughs> good thank god <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh. time
2: so you were also in you're a good man charlie brown with one of our uh past guests jeremy vias and a good friend of eli's aiden gem and you Mm -hmm. played charlie brown and and you've been in a bunch of shows that have adults cast as kids but Mm -hmm. you were a kid cast as a kid which is like unheard of. how how is that what was it like what was it like working with like a bunch of kids and also being you know
3: yeah, yeah, it was amazing. It was the first time I'd ever done something like that where it was just all kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was, it was so Lucky fun. And oh, oh my God, I oh. honestly. Backstage, it was it was, it was, it was a little nutty. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, it was a little nutty, but it this was so Gregor. fun. Yeah, I was in with Millie Shapiro, you know, every Mavis Simpson Ernst. It was, it was so fun. Shut up. And it was like, oh, it was, it was so different than anything I'd done before because it was all kids which I pretty I don't know how many times that has Charlie Brown has been done with all kids I don't I think we might have been like one of the first cuz we did it at 54 Below first and we did it as oh. like a concert and I was much younger when we did the concert uh, so uh, again <laughs> that was like the last thing I did my voice is still changing so you know might have not sounded the best to me oh. personally but <laughs> it was definitely know. very fun
2: Josh, everything you sing is like an angel serenading us. So I oh. I can't even, like, imagine. I've oh never, God. ever, ever. I can't even imagine you doing a bad job singing, seriously, ever. Guys, I'm
3: coming on this podcast all the time. I need a kind of compliments all the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, I no, that you were going to say, we never need a boost to We're here. No, but, yeah, it
2: was – I'm
3: going to be honest. It was a little rough, okay? The, it was a little rough, and, like, a lot of, like. We recorded an album for the off Broadway cast and a lot of the songs like I couldn't even like s- like I could barely sing. Uh-huh. And so Graydon Yasowitz, I pretty much yeah. say his last name. He 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 stepped in to do a, a couple of the songs for me because it was just because he was my understudy for that as well. Okay. And mm. uh he, he went on a lot because it again it that was after a Bronx Tale and my voice was changing and mm. just uh, the expectation I think for younger actors is to sing very high which can be pretty stressful a lot of the time and the bar is set so high you know what i mean no pun intended but the bar is literally set high (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so it 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 was it was stressful again stressful (laughs) yeah it was very fun yeah very fun
2: oh of course and i think maybe People don't. I think maybe people underestimate the ability for kids to get like stressed out at that kind of stuff. Like they think exactly. of children as Broadway children as like fearless, and I'm just gonna go on stage and go off stage. I had the mm-hmm. highest voice. Like that's not <laughs> that's not at all. And especially with like all of the pressure of like originating your role and and growing mm-hmm. up, especially, yeah. I never really found singing that easy. Um, even when I was young, because I, I I've naturally had such a low voice. And so yeah. I would, I would hear like all of these girls with the highest voice in the entire universe. Exactly. And I, I would, be, of the girls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I, yeah. Eli, Eli was literally the top soprano in our school. <laughs> Not joking. Oh. He was. Oh my God. That didn't we, <laughs> yeah. I would be like, how do I get a voice like that? And, and. I mean, I I still don't have like the highest voice, but it definitely like learning technique and and it can be stressful. You know what I mean? And it especially really can, when you compare yeah. yourself to other younger kids or or kids who haven't grown up yet, and you're like, oh, I'm growing yeah. up. I want to. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, first of all, Sydney, your voice is literally amazing. So I <laughs> yeah, don't even know seriously. what you're talking about, but <laughs> literally. Do. Yeah, it. I, I'm pretty sure it's a different for girls going through like the voice change and stuff. So
2: there is a voice change for girls, but it's definitely not nearly as drastic as the voice change for guys.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: I think I mean, but the thing is, like, even when I was even when I like was a, a child and I didn't go through puberty, even still, my voice just did not like I had to work like I would go to Annie auditions and I would constantly mm. be singing and I would, I would see all these girls just be like able to hit like tomorrow. And I was just, <laughs> I'm, I was never able to easily do that ever. Yeah. Even when I was singing constantly, obviously it got better, but I, I think not all girls have that like super like, yeah. Like you were really nominated for a Tony range. award.
3: Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, Sydney. Okay. <laughs> no.
2: Um. But yeah, I think, I think there definitely is a voice change for Obviously, there's a voice change for girls. Otherwise, I would still sound like an 11 year old. Maybe <laughs> yes. I do. I hope not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that- for sure not as drastic as as the as the boy voice change. Yeah,
3: yeah. exactly. And I I my voice kind of sits in like a like it's not high, but it's not like super low. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like kinda down the same there. way yeah exactly so but that actually is helpful for like you know voiceover work and stuff Yeah. but honestly like i've been doing a lot of voiceover like auditions recently because of you know corona and everything but like on the the ones i've been getting it's like it's either i have to be like a baby and my voice is like really really high or it's like i'm a giant and my voice is
1: low and i'm like literally okay i literally had one the other day where i was a nine-year-old and then I have one due like on Tuesday or something, and I'm supposed to be an 18-year-old. So I'm like, I it, know. I, literally. We're
3: I'm honestly like, we're probably going out for the same ones, but like I was literally like, there was one I had to do, it was like for a game, and I was like a giant or something. And I had he was like, I was like down here. <laughs> it was like Whoa. your your voice has no class. It was like it was like crazy. Yeah. But, but wow. it was just weird. It's just weird. It's like there's no middle ground ever, it feels <laughs> seriously.
1: <laughs> there was one the other day it was like a vape thing thing oh I, I did that one too monster. yeah
3: yeah yeah the monster and like,
1: yeah and, and then like i like i'm flattered that you think i have this greatly deep voice but also <laughs> amazing high pitch and like, it was like i remember it was
3: like mom i need it I need yeah it. <laughs> I, bro my <laughs> voice hurt so bad after i did that though Seriously. it was like i was like. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> it's like crazy, but the auditions? things you get called for for voice aud- auditions—it's like the things you get called for are the most random things ever. Like I had to do like the other day was like an Australian person, just like for a one-second line, like an ad- awesome. Australian dog. Like okay. bro, what?
2: <laughs> voice <laughs> auditions are popping lately. They are they, like they
1: really are like the only thing you can do right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
1: yeah. you can do it from your home.
2: Yeah, I know. like we got to play four-year-olds. Great just exactly
1: amazing. wait 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 actually let's bump a question up now that we're on the topic of voiceovers okay you well we're all three like pretty experienced in like the voiceover yeah world. yeah 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 um and, but you and i were both in a nick jr show so you were in peter rabbit right oh, yeah yeah so wait Jay- you weren't peter rabbit no i wasn't in peter my rabbit, brother but was I in know. peter
2: rabbit
3: though. oh yeah no i know yeah peter rabbit I remember him and I were fighting for the role of Peter no Rabbit.
1: No
3: way. Yes, oh, were there. me. I was oh. almost Peter Rabbit. I'm glad Jake got it because he deserved it, obviously. I know. No, but honestly, though, but we, it was world. it was down to me and him for the role of Peter Rabbit. And I, I just, I sounded too young, I guess. And so. Well, you did take over his
2: role in Newsies. So I guess.
3: I know. I know. It was payback. It was payback.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The tea. But, yeah, tea.
3: Yeah, it was cool. So I ended up being on the show anyway. I, I has a different that. character, Pig Robinson. And oh, that was, it was such Thank a fun experience. And I still see, um, there's like these like, ju- like juice packages of like, and I have, it has Peter on it still. Like That's it's awesome. in like grocery stores still. Like, you no know, like there's little like, Like, little, like, pouches of, like, fruit juice or whatever that babies drink.
1: It's like like applesauce.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's a Peter Rabbit-themed one that's, like, still being sold today. I see it all the time with Peter on it. So, it lives on. Peter Rabbit lives on. You
2: know how every, like, actor in the business has been, like, in Law & Order? Yeah. So Peter Rabbit is that, but for child actors. The amount exactly. of Broadway children who have been in Peter Rabbit is insanity. Like every <laughs> single Broadway child I know has been in Peter Rabbit.
3: I, I loved Peter Rabbit. That was such a cute show. I so missed that cute. show. It was really so cute. So cute. Everybody go watch Peter Rabbit. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Did you go to the that one place that is like the duck's? Yes,
3: Dude, yes, I did. That
2: was my favorite place in the entire. World. It's called big. It's called Big Yellow Duck, and it's decorated yes. with so many ducks everywhere. That
3: that studio, the the vibes, the energy in oh that God. studio. They had. I would give anything to be back there right now. And, and,
2: and like Stu and like all of the people there mm. were like comedians, and they had like ten thousand uh, guitars.
3: I know it was. It was. Okay, for, for people who don't know what like voiceover like studios and everything are, like there's a lot of different ones that you know get like circulated through like the community, I guess. City like, per, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. There's but there's like, like rehearsal studios too, like Pearl and like oh, Ripley yeah. and yeah. everything like that. But like so, everyone has a very distinct vibe, and like I have distinct memories in all of them, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, but from Big Yellow Duck, all good memories, just honestly. Oh. so amazing all the time i remember sitting in that little waiting room and they have like a little candy bowl or whatever that's yes. yes. so yes. cute that sets the mood. It, it was so literally
2: good. like the best vibe in the entire world i really i remembered is. like just some of the greatest memories there
3: what did you do can you say what like shows you did there
2: um i didn't ever do a sh- i don't think i ever oh never mind i oh
0: 18
2: plus it's over there i was the i was the voice of the first ever talking lala loopsie doll and we recorded oh, that there and i have i Pat. literally have it literally on my bed because i'm cleaning my room
3: hold on hold on can i get an autograph
1: What's <laughs> happening?
2: and so i also did like this oh,
1: you autograph my doll i have it sitting right I, next to me
2: i literally it's over there i could probably like press play on it and you can hear my little tiny voice oh my god okay,
3: okay. pause i need to i need to do you, you need want to bring, me to yeah. get it right now do yeah you want me to do yeah okay, I, i'll get it right now I, I kind of need to hear it. I think that this is important. This is important, okay, okay. <laughs> Sydney. This that's is so funny. Alala <laughs> loopsy doll, that's so cool. I know, right? You know what? I, I'll say it when she gets back, but I voiced a doll
1: too. You did?
3: I did. <gasps> I'll say it when she gets back, though. Oh my I'll God. say it when she gets back. <laughs> I can't wait.
1: This is so exciting. This is so fun. Thank you for doing giving- this is
3: so fun. Guys, thank you for having me, honestly. Oh my you guys God. are you're, I'm gonna say it on the podcast, but you guys are amazing hosts. Honestly, <laughs> thank you're you. So, you guys are so good. I don't know how, how you guys do it. Honestly,
1: we we just <laughs> play it by ear. We don't know what we're doing still, but we're having fun doing it. So that's good, all that matters. Good.
3: You guys are g- g- killing it. Honestly, thank
1: you. That's and a- you guys are like
3: pumping out shows. Like you're pumping out podcasts. You you guys are on top of it.
1: Every Thursday, we're trying. We're <laughs> pumping it out.
2: Crap. I think I put it up and it's in a place I can't reach now. I actually put it oh, in like no. the place I'll do it after. I'll 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 play it after. Okay, okay, after.
3: okay, okay. I'm but, disappointed. While we're on the subject. Though, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> while we're on the subject of voicing dolls, you voiced the lala La Loopsie doll and I I did like the first rubble, you know, Paw Patrol? Oh <gasps> yeah. I was the what? rubble a bear no I was the voice what? of the rubble a bear. <laughs> it's it's a different experience. It's so cool to have like an actual like, like thing you can hold and listen to your voice. It's so cool. That's Forever, awesome. You
2: can give it to your children one day. Oh, stop! That's so cute. I know. And be like, this <laughs> is what I found <laughs> right as a child. Oh my
3: gosh, stop! I didn't uh, even think of that. I know. Um, so depressing. cute, right? So cute.
2: So, um, you played in the Little Mermaid at the Hollywood Bowl. You played Flounder. Yes. With some of the biggest names in not only the acting business but also the singing business, you worked with Sarah Bareilles, Darren Chris, Rebel Wilson, John Stamos. What was that like? Because that seems pretty surreal.
3: Okay, yeah, that was uh, that was otherworld, an other an otherworldly experience. I can say to date that is my favorite experience I've ever had, like with anything. Because okay, so basically how I got it was. I'm pretty sure that's how I got it, but <laughs> I was in a Bronx Tale, and Alan Menken wrote the music for that. And then Alan Menken called us and asked if we could, I could do Flounder at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, which, oh first God. of all, what is happening? Alan Menken is calling. <laughs> I don't understand. Sure, Alan so, Menken,
2: I need yeah, to check my
3: schedule. Uh, I'll though. see. I'll see what I could do, Mr. <laughs> Alan Menken. But no, I'm busy. so yeah. <laughs> it was random. I didn't even know like who was all going to be. And he was like, "Can you do this at the Hollywood Bowl?" And I was like, "Sure, yeah." Yeah, obviously, if Alan whatever Alan wants, <laughs> right? So then the cast list came out, and I was my face was right up there on the poster with oh, these amazing stars. I was wow. so out of place, honestly, but it was crazy. And when I got there, when I got there into L.A., I I hadn't been to L.A. in a while, and it was insane. And we were at this place where they record like orchestrations for like Disney movies and stuff. And like they record orchestrations for like a bunch of movies. It's like a famous recording space in LA. Mm -hmm. And I remember it was like the first day and I did my rehearsal and I, I still honestly didn't know what it was going to be exactly because I, I didn't know the Hollywood bowl that well before it. And so we were just rehearsing in this little space. Well, not little at all, actually it was massive, but rebel Wilson was there and John Stamos and everybody. And I was like, It was crazy. And so I was obviously a little nervous, you know? I was scared to, like, talk to them. So I just basically kept my distance, and I, like, stayed on my side. And then it was, like, the second day of rehearsal, and Norm Lewis, (gasps) he was also in the show. The
2: sweetest person in the entire world.
3: Okay, Sydney, yes. Literally the sweetest person in the whole world. So he was talking to, you know, all these stars, cause he's a star as well. And then <laughs> he called me over to, and Stop. he kind of like bridged the gap in between. And he was like, oh my God, I'm such a big fan of you from the Skylar sisters video. You're in Oh my God. Right? Oh my God. When I tell you my brain exploded and then the rest of like the celebrities and it recognized me from it too. And then we were all friends from that point on, but oh. Norm really like, and he was like showing me off to them. It was insane, that is and such I, I'm s- such a norm thing to do. I'm yeah. so grateful to Norm for, you know, oh just including incredible. me in everything. It's not like the other celebrities were like being not inclusive, but Norm really pushed me in there, and I was really? just a part of it from that point on. And oh my gosh. such an amazing experience. I, I I I don't know if you guys have like ever performed at the Hollywood Bowl or anything like Never, that, or no. something to that scale, but it's okay when I tell you the energy is literally off the wall it's off the wall it's so cool and your face is projected on this massive screen i don't know how i I literally feel like i snuck in there honestly i (laughs) should not have been there but it was insane and it was that was a once in a lifetime experience and if i ever get to do something like that again i will like jump right to it because that was the best experience i've had
1: honestly
2: yeah that sounds so unbelievably surreal
1: so surreal so you've worked with amazing people like that yeah. Uh, yeah like norm lewis and rebel wilson and john stevens and many yeah. more uh alan making um <laughs> uh, so I know. but like who is someone that you have not yet worked with that you're like you really want to like collaborate yeah.
3: with? okay well my favorite actress is lisa kudrow oh. and oh. my favorite show is the comeback i don't know if you guys have ever seen the comeback not yet but, but i, don't I know. highly 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 recommend it's my favorite show literally ever oh my gosh guys I it's she's a genius she's a genius and if I ever get to work with her ever I will be the happiest person ever oh my god she is honest She is amazing and I would love to work with you know Alan Menken and everybody again I honestly anybody that I've worked with in the past I just want to work with again because I've had such great experiences with all of them but yeah Lisa Kudrow somebody who I haven't worked with yet let's make that.
2: this happen lisa yeah. miss miss kudrow or anyone yes, who knows kudrow.
3: <laughs> Seriously. See, let's manifest it
2: guys let's manifest actually, it he, we're, we're gonna make it happen i don't know if you know him but he's like the you want to work with he's the coolest guy in the world <laughs>
1: um you if you haven't seen his Skyler uh, sister video you should go check that
2: out. <laughs> oh my gosh
1: oh okay this Skyler sister video i mean that was just brilliant. You, Luca Padovan, Dougie Valdeo, um, you guys all came together and performed at the miscast. Uh, what year was that? Um, I, I don't 2013 know. Thirteen, maybe.
3: I don't know. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that long ago. No, I I don't remember. Don't don't hold me
1: to that. Okay. <laughs> so that happened, like when you were getting ready to perform this, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever think that it would become what it became? Like no, it was not it's at fucking... all. Uh, yeah, not at all. Though it was, it
3: was, it was the most random thing. Bernie Telsey called and was just like, "Hey, I want you to be a part of this little thing we're doing for miscast. And it was like we—they weren't even going to announce us either because we were supposed to be kind of like a surprise for uh-huh. the whole audience and the cast and everybody. And so, yeah, we rehearsed the thing. I still have rehearsal videos of us doing it in rehearsals and everything. And, um, yeah, I had no idea it was going to blow up. It literally just hit its 10 millionth view like a couple days ago. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) Thank you. It's not my video. But, yeah, it it, it was insane. And I honestly, I don't know how that blew up. Well, I I do because it's Hamilton, obviously. Right. We love love Hamilton in this house. We love (laughs) a good newscast. What would you say? We love
1: a good miscast too. Yes,
3: we love a good miscast. Mm-hmm. That honestly, again, don't know how I got to be a part of that. Because the people that were in it, like Litis Le- Leia cool. Aaron errant of Eight, like all I mean, these amazing people was
1: literally your Hamilton.
3: Yeah, like, she was literally, yeah. yeah. And then she like followed me on Instagram just recently and I was oh like, Oh my wow. gosh.
2: That's I, crazy. It,
3: but yeah, I still get starstruck by even the people that I've worked with. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's weird that this is my life that I'm like, <laughs> that I'm somehow get the privilege to be a part of cool things like the Skylar sisters video and stuff like that. You know, it just comes out of nowhere. And sometimes it's those random things that you do that just kind of like take off. It's like, A lot of the things like when you're auditioning for roles and stuff, you're like, oh my gosh, this is the one I'm going to get this. And this is going to be it. And then when you don't get it, you're like devastated, but like, it's the ones that you don't think about that like end up being like these crazy experiences. You know what I mean? So true. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, um, Josh, I have to say when this is a, this is a, another very popular video that you have done as well. Mm -hmm. Um, your i think this was for the easter bonnet yeah when you played the youngest jean valjean and <laughs> for those of you who who haven't seen it please go watch it i was and still am obsessed with that video i'm not kidding <laughs> you when i said that when it came out i literally watched it 24/7 i was <laughs> obsessed oh, with it oh thank you it's yeah. inc- it's incredible I mean you just you're like ha- however old you were and you're just like hitting these high notes with the <laughs> like, commitment and the passion as an adult what it it absolutely blew my mind
3: yeah that was another thing that was completely out of the blue I wasn't even in <laughs> I wasn't even in Les Mis at that point and yeah I, I was just called to go do it and I just you know, I just did it, and it right. it became this big thing that was like, it, it just made a big part of my career, I guess. And Definitely. it was crazy. It was so cool. I I, I I like you guys have performed at the Easter Bonnet and stuff, right?
2: I haven't. I think Fun Home performed, but I was I think I was out of the show by then.
3: Oh yeah, well, basically, well, Jake, have you performed? Has wrong- though,
2: so I, I have like,
3: um- yeah, 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 but like. Th- You get to do it on the Lion King stage, and that's crazy. The Minskoff is huge and um, amazing. Those events are always so fun to do, though. Those kind of, like, Miscast and um, Easter Bonnet and just stuff like that. It's super cool. I I can't wait till Broadway gets back, you know, and we can all get to start doing those type of things again because I honestly miss that kind of energy and productions like that. You know what I mean? Definitely. So you were in the lab for Trevor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, wasn't, so, I wasn't in the lab. I had auditioned for the lab. I never actually reading. like... I, yeah, I never actually did any like readings or anything of it because I was too young. But oh. the writers and stuff asked me to do a song from it just like at this event.
1: Oh, so okay. That, that's, it, I just did it randomly, yeah. You did Stranger, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So for those of you who don't know, like, okay... Why do you have so many videos that are like so amazing, I know. And popular? <laughs> like, but, like, like, if you haven't seen this video of him singing "Stranger" from a song in Trevor that is no longer, unfortunately, in the show, um, you it's have not to go. In the Show it's not. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! Oh. Listen, you don't know. Okay, so when I was auditioning for Trevor, I was because yeah,
3: you were Trevor.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you literally were Trevor. Well. <laughs> I was doing, like, a bunch of research, and I saw, like, your video. Mm -hmm. So when I saw your video, I was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. So, like, (laughs) I learned the song thinking, like, oh, I can, like, go in the first day and, like, already have a song memorized, blah, 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 Yeah. And, and I couldn't wait to sing it because it was, like, this beautiful song. It, it was so Stranger. emotional. Stranger. Stranger's an amazing song. Yeah. And I get there, and it's, like, nowhere to be found in the script. Oh, and no. so this song is where, like, Trevor is having, like, tough thoughts, and he's, like, down. And it was literally they were writing. There was about seven versions of that song of a song related to kind of stranger, but like mm-hmm. what had different, it was like whisper and then it was um, stranger. And then um, it was another um, title. So there were three titles in like seven versions and th- it literally didn't stop changing until it was frozen. Yeah.
2: So, so I always oh, frozen, thought,
1: yeah. you know, like frozen, like when we open. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, is that the name of the song? (laughs) No, no, no. So until, like, we opened, they were finally like, okay, we have to, like, leave it. But it it was because they kept changing it, I was, like, praying that they would bring that song back. Please bring
3: back Stranger.
1: And honestly, like, I go back on it and, like, because I listened to the song that – or, like, sing the song that I knew, like, and performed Mm – and I go back to hearing you sing it, and I think, like, I was so excited to sing it because of you and, like, how Aww, you sang it. Like, stop. honestly, no, 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 <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding right now. Like, it was one of my favorite things to listen to for, like, a good two weeks.
3: Oh, that's so sweet, Eli. But, yeah, honestly, Strangers, I, I I love that song. I still remember it word for word today. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's one of those songs that just like sticks with you a little bit. And yeah, great Stranger performance was... now.
2: I'm kidding. okay, I yeah. guess I'm someone. Still... <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: like ready, I'm literally ready. But yeah, the Stranger is an amazing song. I can't believe they cut it. That's so sad. I know, but maybe the... they'll add it
1: back. Maybe they'll add it back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I gotta the beautiful thing a song. about, oh, you please go look him up singing it. Like you need to hear him sing it because it's I'll so do that good. Right now. Um, no, but seriously. That the show and that song, like, it's just so relatable. Mm-hmm. And it's like to anyone, like, exactly. rather, whatever your sexual preference is, and however mm-hmm. old you are, and whatever your yeah. gender is, like, it's just relatable because everyone's been in positions like that, you know? Yeah. And it's just really, it, it was, that show is like so special to me. And
3: I know, it's so sad. It was gonna be, wasn't it wasn't gonna be off Broadway.
1: Yeah, well, it still is as well, soon yeah, as yeah, the yeah. pandemic. But
3: sadly, yeah,
1: Corona, like... It never got a to open to for a so sad. That's so sad. I know, but it's okay because it gives us something to look forward to. Know, okay, to, look forward to. Wait, are you in it? Optimistic. No, no, no. I'm not in oh, it. I was, like, <gasps> I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately. But I would love to be a part of that show one day. Same, same.
3: Such a good show, honestly. Yeah. I didn't even, like, get to hear the whole show because like, <sighs> I had I, only done, like stranger and that was basically it okay but yeah i would love to let's all go see it when it comes back
1: oh my (laughs) god yes please we're all gonna take each other on a date (laughs) perfect let's do it it. a date a date to the theater
2: (laughs) (laughs) so josh you were homeschooled right
3: yes i was yeah
2: were you homeschooled because of theater
3: yes i was homeschooled because of theater it basically i i think it was like Again, the time, the time time. in my head, it all kind of blends in together. But whenever I left for the uh, Les Mis tour, that's when I started homeschooling and I just did it from then on, you know what I mean? Did
2: you homeschool for all of high school? Yeah. Oh, nice, me too. High five. Oh my God, high five.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I love homeschooling. Same. It's it's, it's very flexible with your schedule when you're like a theater kid, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's a lot less stressful.
1: What are you gonna do for college?
3: Um, I'm I'm not I, I honestly don't know about college at this point. Okay. I'm still thinking about it. If I do go, I'll probably take like a gap year. But it, sure. you know, it's a thought in my mind, but it's not like my main priority right now. You okay. know what I mean? I feel That's that,
2: fair. yeah. What and, about you guys? Oh, for college. Yeah. Um, it I'm kind of the same way. I I definitely have always wanted to go to college. Same, uh, yeah. But I'm still like I'm still trying to figure out like where I go or like I mean obviously if something happens in my acting career then i am kind of gonna put that up as a bigger priority
3: yeah yeah yeah, I think yeah. we all probably yeah would. bro you're literally set you've been nominated for a tony you know what i mean <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you're crazy. literally it's it's crazy yeah. but yeah um yeah and honestly like g- figuring out what you want to go for is another yeah. like part of it like yeah. do i want to go for acting do i want to go for like At- directing or writing or something like that you know what i mean
1: That's definitely something that's been my problem because, like, I definitely want to go to college and I definitely want to stay in the city. Um, Yeah. But, like, the rest I'm still, like, going back and forth with. Like, there's been things where I've been, like, I want to go into sports, but there's also been days where I've just been, like, no, I I don't want to stick with acting. And I think that's what I'm going to end up doing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Well, I I like toy with the idea of like direction and design and like writing and stuff because I, 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 I'm very, I, I just love theater and the arts. You know what I mean? I love all aspects of it. So like, I like design sets all the time. Like I love scene design. And I like write music and stuff. And I'm like, I've been trying to like get the rights for this book (laughs) <laughs> for a musical that I want to write you know Yay. what I mean it's awesome. really hard to get the rights for a book though but I've like become friends with the writer of the book and she like sent me a signed copy but like oh. sadly the rights are like like they're with somebody else right now oh. but I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and pull a Stephen Schwartz because I don't know if he you does know the story but like Stephen Schwartz d- ha- didn't have the rights for Wicked oh it was wow. gonna be it was gonna be made into a movie and then he like just badgered them honestly he just was like kept going back and he never gave up and then he ended up getting the rights for wicked and it just became this big success you know what i mean That's so amazing. maybe i'll try that tactic
2: you know, can you imagine like without wicked the musical
3: i, I could imagine i could not imagine
2: i will say if i do go to college it's most likely gonna be nyu and it's most likely gonna be for law law yeah i know
3: isn't that crazy? Oh, you're smart too. You're smart too, aren't you? I don't know. He's like
1: Sydney in like a little tuxedo at like, like you know, courts and like, yeah, well, like I, she's my gonna be great. You're
3: She's so smart. Like everybody in your family is so smart. It's like crazy. Mm-hmm. You'll fit right in. I don't honestly, know. Sometimes,
2: because like my, m- all of my like brothers and even my mom are so like academically smart in that. Like, they're smart in, in math and vocabulary. They're kind of like human calculators and historians and dictionaries. <laughs> and I'm very much not like that. Um, yeah. But I think, I think, like, mainly what drives me to want to do law is I think with whatever. Like platform I gain from acting. If I have mm-hmm. a law degree, I could, I could, you know, I'm very passionate about like civil rights. So if yeah. I'm knowledgeable about it and I'm and I'm educated, even if I somehow like don't get a law degree, which is something mm-hmm. that I do want, I'll still be educated about stuff and I'll I'll be able to help the yeah. world exactly
3: with like combined
2: with my platform. So I don't know, we'll see.
3: You're so smart. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> you're so smart.
1: <laughs> it's Thanks a great way to look at it. Uh, seriously.
2: You guys are so smart, too. Oh,
1: Thanks, thank man. you, <laughs> You really are. Thank you, thank you. Okay,
2: you, you shall see? we? We shall.
1: We're going to play Elicid, and we're going to ask you 10 questions, and you will answer them, obviously. As fast okay. as you
2: can. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, I'll try, some I'll try. These,
2: some of these are actually fan questions. <gasps> A few
1: yeah, of them. okay, yes. I'll, and be don't sure, I'll be sure to
2: point out which ones are from who.
1: Okay, perfect. But we do have also, a Don't worry because they're not like super difficult. Like, okay, good. Yeah, worry, it's fast paced, so we didn't want to like make the difficult questions here. Um, yeah. So you should be able to answer them pretty quickly. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay.
2: What is your favorite show you've ever been in?
3: My favorite show I've ever been in is, I'm going to say, A Bronx Tale. A Bronx
2: Tale? Ooh. Actually, you know what? You know
3: what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to say Newsies just because Newsies mm-hmm. is like, Newsies is next level. Newsies
2: is like my number one. Period.
3: <laughs> I love Newsies. Revival. We need a revival. Favorite movie? Um. Oh, I really don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know movies. When okay. I put on the spot like that. What was like, oh, the last you know.
1: movie you watched?
3: The last movie I watched. Let me pull up Netflix. Hold on a <laughs> minute. Oh, <my> God. Um, <laughs> okay. You know what? I actually do remember. The Circle.
2: The, the Circle. circle.
3: Oh, it's okay. called The Circle. It's really, it's it kind of disturbing, actually. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's on Netflix, though, for anybody who wants to watch it. The Circle, yeah.
2: On that note, what's your favorite TV show?
3: My favorite TV show is The Comeback. The oh, Come- yes. Oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite TV show is The Comeback forever and always. With okay, what's your
1: favorite video? food?
3: My favorite food is, I'm going to say. Probably like just like a cheeseburger and fries, you know what I mean? Ooh, can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong, can't go oh, wrong. I'm
2: a vegetarian, but that sounds incredible.
3: Of course you're a vegetarian, <laughs> oh my
1: god. I know, literally, could you
3: like? I, I honestly wish I could be vegetarian. I- I'll try it. it. It
2: took a couple tries, but one of them stuck and I've been vegetarian for like over a year now.
3: Over a year? Oh my okay.
2: god. Yeah, I guess so.
3: A round of applause for
2: Sydney. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you.
3: <laughs> That's amazing.
2: Okay, three words to describe yourself as a teenager.
3: As a teenager, as a teenager. well, I'm still a teenager, so um, I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say cheerful, mm. positive, cool. um, and uh, creative.
2: Oh, I, I love that! I love that, Josh. Because normally, when people think of teenagers, they think of like angsty or like what i love what you just said oh, yeah like, no i I wasn't an
3: i wasn't well my parents might say different but i don't think i was an angsty teen though <laughs> i love that
2: so much
1: okay what's your biggest pet peeve
3: oh my god i actually literally thought of it yesterday you know what okay there's a couple
1: okay but <laughs> I
3: know I'm like, yeah. literally like. I'm so positive. And then I'm like, <laughs> I got so many pet peeves. <laughs> no, okay. These are a couple of my pet peeves. Okay. When people clap along to songs in a show, like, let's say you're singing a song and then the audience starts to clap along and then it just, it's honestly never, it never ends up working. You know what oh. I mean? But this is, this goes for not just being in a show, but like watching a show. Like, I don't like when people start clapping along because it ends up just trickling away. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And yeah it ironically. just doesn't work. Also, when you're washing your hands and then the sleeves, like the bottom yeah. of your sleeves. Oh, yeah. A also, when people applaud before the last note of a song. That also <laughs> I know, then you miss it. Bit. I know. <laughs> but yeah, those are some of my pet peeves.
2: Okay. I love dark chocolate or milk chocolate?
3: Milk chocolate.
2: 100%. Yeah. 100%. What's your
3: spirit animal? My spirit animal or favorite animal? Um I'm just going to say a dog because a dog. just you know, dogs are a good go-to, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Geez.
2: What kind of dog? But my
3: sp- Oh, um well, my dog is a Yorkie-poo, So, oh, say, but I do love a good Labradoodle, like a miniature oh. Labradoodle. Mm, but maybe my spirit animal, animal would be like a blobfish
1: or something. <laughs> oh my god, I love that.
2: John, side <laughs> note, Eli legitimately has over eight dogs in his house right now.
1: Eight? Yeah. Well, I only have like two, but, but I, we, my family like watches dogs. Oh, Yeah they're all out there i'm coming over there were like three in here when we were doing our last interview but not they (laughs) my parents are home so they're with them now oh precious
2: (laughs) okay if there was a musical or a movie about your life who would play you um
3: you know what maybe i would play me because i need a (laughs) role okay (laughs) i need a role i'm not gonna turn down playing myself (laughs) I was waiting for Lisa Kudrow,
1: but that's okay.
3: (gasps) Oh, actually, you know what? Yeah, Lisa Kudrow. I want her to play me.
1: (laughs) There you go. Okay. What is it like growing up with a twin?
0: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Growing up with the twin, you know, it's, it's cool because there's somebody you can always relate to. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? We shared a womb. We were womb mates.
1: Love that. So (laughs) yeah, it's 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 cool.
3: Yeah, I have like a best friend all the time. You know what I mean? And To to be honest, like, I listened to my brother, like, on the phone with his friends, and I'm like, my brother is such a good friend. Like, if I didn't know him, I think I would definitely gravitate towards him because I think he's such a cool guy. You know what I mean? (laughs) But, yeah, so, yeah.
2: So, this question we actually got from multiple people. We got from Henry Friedman, who is (gasps) one of our top patrons and is also my mentor, my incredible mentor, and also from... The Ewellyn Davies boys, the, at, like, at the Ewell and Davies boys, who... Okay, perfect. Do we know her real name, or should we... Yeah, it? Lauren,
1: and she's Lauren. also a patron of ours. Oh, oh she, yeah, Lauren. Oh, and
2: she's also a patron of ours. So, shout yeah. out, love shout Lauren. out to, to those people, because...
3: Shout out to Lauren. We love you, Lauren.
2: We love you, and we love you, Henry, too.
3: We love you, Henry. Yes, <laughs> of course.
2: <laughs> okay, what is your favorite song to sing?
3: My favorite song to sing, um... Uh, I'm going to say, well, to be honest, she used to be mine. I've been, I I sing that a lot just because it's one that's always in my head, you know, all the time. Just it's, it has, it hits all the bases, I think. I love
1: Waitress, everything Waitress.
3: But I also love to sing this song from, um, A Star is Born, the, um, oh what's it called oh i which i could yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that one
2: um give me three seconds it's the it's like the main the one like everyone's singing right no I mean, it's not, not shallow it's shallow, shallow yeah one. shallow
3: no not no, shallow not the shallow. other one okay, the other one hold on stars born,
2: songs okay 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 what there. if
3: i never love again or never love again or something like i'll that? never love again yeah 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 there yeah, you yeah. go also impressed did you pull that
1: up
2: yeah i did on my phone
1: okay i'm proud of you thank you <laughs> that was really fast thank you i know <laughs> okay to finish off this episode we have one last really cool question um josh what five people would you take to mars if you like left tomorrow
3: okay 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 first i'll take you guys okay you guys oh, will be
1: too wow. you're welcome you guys oh, can come God. you guys can come to mars with me i'm so honored josh Collie wants me to come and to then mars. you could do the podcast from like you could do the podcast from like on Mars. And you know. we'll interview aliens. Oh my God, stop. That would be so cool. <gasps> okay, that's
3: I know. okay, so you guys. Okay, so we'll bring you guys. We'll bring- Lisa Kudrow. We'll Lisa, obviously. Lisa She is coming. She is <laughs>
2: really coming. Imagine her him. stuck on Mars with all, with all of us.
1: <laughs> oh my God. How about me and Sydney count as one? Yeah, Sydney.
2: Yeah. Okay, okay. You, you, yeah. you guys
3: count as one. I okay, just okay, feel bad taking a duo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah perfect. Okay, so um, so we have you guys, Lisa Kudrow. Then we'll bring. Who else should we bring? You're bringing her. Of course. Fine. Okay, fine. Yeah, we'll bring Cam. Cam can come. <laughs> come. Okay, so Cam can come. He'll be the tech. He'll be like the tech person. He can help. Thank us God. You know. Fly the us there. Yeah, he'll, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, all he'll of
3: us. He'll build our spaceship tech.
1: for us to get there. Perfect.
3: perfect. Yeah, we'll fly the spaceship. Bring, we'll bring let's bring lila crawford okay Ooh, yes, queen. Queen. i love lila crawford um and then we'll bring
1: who else should we bring let me think uh, let's bring alan Mankin yeah.
3: i'm trying to like i'm trying he to can be our together.
1: musical entertainment so yeah, yeah, you we gotta, have a yeah. podcast we have some tech we have some musical entertainment yeah. you know who else let's bring let's bring gordon Ramsay. Oh, oh, yes, we need a chef. We oh need a chef. God. We need
3: a chef. <laughs> guys, we need a
1: chef. Obviously. On.
3: And what only we he thinking? would know Mars delicacies. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> true. Yeah, I think we got a good team there, guys. We- uh, the, dream okay. team. The, dream the dream team. The dream team. Wow. I, I can't it. wait. So is this happening? When are we going? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, oh, that,
1: that was part of the question. Tomorrow. Oh, that's so funny. That's too so funny. I love this. Well, Josh, thank you so much for doing this, and thank you for coming on. It was so great to catch up with you. And guys, thank I mean, you you're for the best. having me.
3: Thank you for having me. You guys are such great hosts. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thank I so can never do what you guys are doing. You guys are killing it. That's thank exactly you. what so I good. thought.
2: I didn't think I could. It, it's it's so scary, but but like when you have such amazing guests like you, it makes it. Oh, so.
1: yeah. well, thank you guys. Thank and you guys so much for having me. Of course, we. Of, I mean. Come on, you're you're Josh Co. <laughs> we were so excited to talk with you and catch up. and that's why we love love to do this, you know, like at the same time, it is like stressful with like hosting, but at the same yeah. time it's just like talking and catching up with friends and yeah, catching up with a better friends, time exactly. to do that, even like especially like during this time. so
2: mm-hmm,
3: yeah. Great. yeah, awesome. Thank awesome. you guys for having me. Thank you. Yes. thank you. Come back anytime. I will. I will be here every day.
2: (laughs) Uh, Every single day.
3: (laughs) Yes, every single episode, I I will be here. you're going to be on Mars with us, so.
2: Oh, my God. I'm so excited.
3: Catch our next podcast on Mars. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. Bye, Josh. Bye. Take a vow, Josh Colley. Yeah. Oh, my God. What an episode. Okay, so. I
2: love him so much.
1: This interview is so much fun. And, like, it's funny because, okay, first of all, if you don't know uh, which – we touched on in the interview but Josh Colley has a twin and I think that's one of the coolest things ever and it was so funny because like before we could get started and everything Josh was like I have no idea what I'm doing and like he had trouble (laughs) with his like computer and stuff and like his brother Cameron came in and like did all the the helped him out and (laughs) so we got to talk to him a little bit too so it was just so much fun we had a blast yeah Um, but like honestly because we hadn't talked to him for so long and like just like running, helping him and trying to figure it all out was such like an icebreaker to like really get to like comfortable with each other and all that. So, and then it just like made it really chill and a lot of fun. So.
2: Oh yeah. We had the best time. And like we said in the beginning, we literally like talked to him for two hours straight afterwards, just catching up and, and like we've even been like texting since then. So.
1: Yeah. He has some really cool stories that I'm, I'm really glad that he shared. Um, just about being on Broadway as a kid and having a twin on Broadway at the same time as you and like all of that. It it was yeah, really just the craziest thing. Yeah. And like we talked about the park some more and stuff like that. So it was great. Um, but something else that we also talked about during the episode, um, Sydney's La La Loopsy doll. <laughs> she was able to find I, the doll.
2: I found it. I found it. So yes, I uh, I recorded all of my lines at what we talked about, Big Yellow Duck, um, and basically, I my voice when I was like eight or so, eight or nine or. Whatever, I was the voice of the very first talking lala loopsie doll, and I have it right here. So, if you don't mind, I am gonna basically turn my lala loopsie doll on, and you can hear me as a little munchkin just saying a bunch of <laughs> kooky lines. and I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Ready? Five
1: minutes to curtain call. No, uh... La, 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 la. <laughs>
2: Twinkle, make a wish. I can spin my hair like this. <laughs> so now I'm putting on a show. Twinkle, twinkle, make a wish. I love, I love my hair
1: to twist. <laughs> Voila. <laughs> oh my God, that laugh.
2: Five minutes to curtain call. Oh, and then... I know there's more than that. I.
1: <laughs> that's incredible. I didn't
2: even listen to this myself before we started, so I'm hearing this for like the first time in years.
1: Oh my god, that that's absolutely incredible. I I, know you know
2: there- what? That there-
1: five minutes till curtain call should be like the beginning to all of our episodes. <laughs> oh I, I think that's hilarious.
2: Yo, and then that little you- laugh. It's too funny. Uh, If you want us to make that five minutes to curtain call the beginning of each of our podcasts, comment on our on, I guess, on Josh's episode on the on the post we make of Josh's episode.
1: Yeah, that's so funny. Um, I I
2: know there's more there. There are a couple other phrases they made me. um, They made me start singing. Basically, they made me do la 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 and they made me like crack at the top. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they were just like, you know. Yeah, they, they made
2: me do a bunch of silly phrases, and I just had a blast. And and this was a Big Yellow Duck, which is another place where all of the kids would go, and it was just yeah. another place where all of the kids would, would go and just record voiceovers.
1: Yeah, well, that was the other cool thing. Like, when we were having Josh on, like, obviously we talked about the the yellow duck and um and then we also talked about city Box, which is another place that we're all familiar of so it's it's really cool to see like when you're a kid on broadway a lot of the times you form this community and then a lot of the times you end up working in these small projects with each other um whether it's theater voiceovers film whatever but usually like a lot of those kids that were on broadway especially at that time in the 2015 through 2017 years um i don't know I don't know what the numbers are like now, but a lot of us were doing multiple projects at the same time,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, and it's fun because whenever we would go do voiceovers the projects ranged from you know w- saying words for people in a in a different saying english words for people in a different country who were learning english mm-hmm. um I think we 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 did some language learning programs for um like for Korean speakers or for Spanish speakers or and sometimes we went to do voiceovers to do like an actual TV show sometimes we did them for commercials sometimes we did them and we don't know what they were for but we just (laughs) knew that we had a fun time
1: yeah because on like you said I mean literally we we were just told to like come to a booth and we weren't 100 sure what they always were for and they were just like we need to record you say a couple of these things and sometimes like we would go to like the esl the english second language yeah and they would be like hey can we keep you and just record something else with you really quick and we were like sure whatever that means like whatever it is and like we like we have all like such a fun time doing it and we get so excited when to do it but like looking thinking back like I've never seen one of those ESL things personally. Like they've never, like, they don't share that stuff or anything.
2: You know, looking back, I'm I'm trying to think. I don't actually know what most of the stuff I did was for. I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is just going in saying random lines like, Look at this strawberry. Would you like cheesecake? Just like random stuff like that.
1: Yeah. But we I had mean, a, We
2: truly had it. We couldn't like. It was just so much fun.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of voiceovers, um, like when I was doing them, I would do a lot for City Vox, Vox but I would also do a lot for iHeart, like doing like little jingles and stuff like that oh, for iHeart Radio. But like that's also like if I put iHeart Radio on, like I've I've haven't been able to like hear those back. And another project that I was doing when I was in Finding Neverland. Uh, was a Nickelodeon show called Zack and Quack um, where I played Zack and it was like this cute little show but I only did season 2 they didn't the kid in season 1 his voice changed and I was so worried that that was going to be me but it wasn't so all is good in other broadway news th- recently broadway has announced a couple things which has been exciting um so this year I'm I'm not sure if people are wondering but in case anyone is they've announced that the Thanksgiving Day parade is going to be virtual and Whoa, they'll what? yeah and they'll hopefully have some performances from shows they're definitely going to have some type of performances but hopefully from Broadway shows um and the other thing that is going to be virtual is the Broadway flea market so they're going to do like online live auctions and i don't know about you guys but those are like two of my favorite things. I love the Broadway flea market and yeah. being able to perform on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I mean, Sydney and I—you've you've talked about we, you and I have talked about it's, this several times. It's, it's so much fun.
2: One of the one of the brightest and and most fun memories I have.
1: Yeah. So those are all really exciting news, and hopefully, new people have the opportunity to um, do the that do that as well. So
2: that is so cool. That is so interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know if there's exact dates on it, but um as soon as there is, we'll let you know just in case you guys sure. haven't heard.
2: I'm I mean, I would assume the Thanksgiving Day parade would be on Thanksgiving.
1: Right, 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 right. I well Well maybe. No, no, of course the I don't know what I'm thinking. Of course the parade's gonna be on Thanksgiving. Um but the Broadway I, Flea I Market mean, We'll see. Yeah, and the Broadway Flea Market I believe is at the end of this month. Oh so, wow. So yeah.
2: Okay, so well, we have those. That's to look
1: what it forward usually to, is, awesome. I think. Yeah, I love it. I'm so excited. Um, all of the same booths are going to be like there and everything. It's just all going to be online, and nice. we we'll, there'll be like live auctions there. So I'm excited. And you know, what's
2: also cool about that is people who wouldn't normally be able to go to the Broadway Flea Market are now able to attend virtually. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And another thing too is. Um, You know, for people that, I mean, usually it's on like a Saturday, right? Or like Friday, Saturday, Sunday-ish. And, you know, like people, it's a five-show weekend sometimes, four or five-show weekends. And some people want to save their voice and stuff like that as actors and singers and stuff. So they tend to like back out of, you know, hosting or doing being involved in it. Um, But this allows anyone and everyone to have an opportunity to do that and participate in some type of way. So I'm excited to see how they get creative with it. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing. For those of you that missed it, um, on Monday it performed on Jim Caruso's Pajama Party, um, which is a live stream that he's been doing, but they also stay on YouTube. So for those of you that missed it and you want to hear Josh Colley talk about um, some things that we didn't get to talk about today, and as well as hear him sing go check that out Um, he you'll find it somewhere in the live stream but it's definitely worth it to give it a listen and hear him and yeah we hope you guys enjoyed this episode josh is the best he's one of the coolest people we know and if you haven't checked it out already please go to his instagram because he has the voice of uh, unlike any other so um yeah so go check it out and go look at Josh Colley when he was younger, too, because yeah. Sydney is obsessed with Josh Collie when he was younger. <laughs> not that she's I mean, still not obsessed with you, but yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm just
1: Don Valjean, you know?
2: Oh my gosh. It's, it's I, I'm just, just yeah, of course. I mean, who wouldn't be? Um, anyway, Josh, we love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you for letting us fangirl over you. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Come back next week. See ya. <laughs> Sick beat, am I right?
1: For our curtain call, we wanted to give a few special thank yous to Nikki Torsha and Cormac Kalanon for our amazing music, Giselle Bustos for designing our logo, and Tessie Tokash and Sidney Lucas for editing our episodes.
2: Feel free to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you are currently listening to us from. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the help of Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Brittany Bigelow, and Katie Rosen at the Broadway Podcast Network, as well as our top patrons, Henry Friedman, Brian Thompson, and PCC.
1: Speaking of, if you enjoyed this week's episode of Take a Bow, go check us out on Patreon at patreon.com tab and become a patron today. Through our Patreon, you will form a relationship with us and get an inside look on what goes into this podcast.
2: To learn more about this podcast, visit bpn.fm forward slash takeabow and follow us on Instagram at takeabow where you can contact us with any feedback, suggestions, or questions, and keep up with all things take a bow. See you next week. Bye, Bye everyone. everyone.